Happy Halloween, it's me again, Miss Shelby. And it's me, Leanne. And we're here with another Halloween PSA. Skeletons and ghosting ghouls, green and goblins fighting duels, werewolves rising from their tombs, witches on their magic brooms. Halloween's a time for fun with your friends. Follow these tips so the fun never ends. Check your candy wear reflective gear. You don't wanna get spooky dooky in your rear. When trick-or-treating, make eye contact with drivers or else you could be dragged underneath a vehicle. Make sure your costume fits when you buy it at the store. Otherwise, your booty's gonna be falling on the floor. Decorative contact lenses may seem like fun without a prescription. They're both dangerous and illegal. Get your face out of your phone and have fun with your friends. Come on, kids, this ain't a Pokemon gym. Motor vehicle crashes are the leading cause of death for teens. Halloween. Halloween is fun for friends. Halloween is fun for some friends. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, Hot Minute. Thank you to Jamie, thank you to Ashley for providing a rich community platform to speak to kids. Be safe. Wow. That time of year again, already. It is that time of year. And now the the kids can't even go trick-or-treating this year. No, there's new safety tips they have to adhere (laughs) to. It'd be cool if they'd updated that song. But, you know, Miss Shelby and Leanne are homeschool and their kids right now everyone's busy these days everyone's busy these days um i'm busy these days i'm jamie i'm ashley and this this hot minute it's a podcast where we talk about who is hot and why and you know we get off track a little bit and we have fun we have so much fun have fun with it we have fun with it but yeah i you know you can find us at hot minute h-o-t-t minute on instagram you can find me jamie what's my name on there jamie bradley or M. Bradley. That's your actual name? Yeah, I think it's my actual name on Instagram. And that is where, just out of pure laziness, um, I've been facilitating some of the content for these most recent hot minutes. And so today will be no different. You can also text 240-T-A-D-H-O-T-T, same as it ever was. Um, it's normally written down. There we go. There it is. Two four zero T A D H O T T Tad Hot. Tad Hot. Two three four six eight 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 two three. Text a hottie. Put a hottie in that bag. We'll dig. We'll get digging into the bag. We didn't coordinate at all. We both came directly from work for this, and so there's the bag. Look at that. Hold that oh. footage. Um, we. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the bag jostle. Uh, we're on Twitch. We're streaming on Twitch. So this is live on Twitch, just like AOC, just like Alon. Just like them. We are as revered and respected. I bet there's tons of people on this Twitch stream. So if you have feedback, if you have thoughts, if you have compliments, if you have gifts, uh, gifts, 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 uh, yeah. Send us a gift card link of some some sort. Like if you have like even just like some extra money lying around on something that you're not going to use again, like that up. We'll take like three seventy five on a subway card. Yes, exactly. Um, did you read that Subway bread in Ireland is considered a cake? Because it's I so did, sweet. I did. It um, 
because it was literally based on the amount of sugar they put in it. Yeah. So, uh, and do you remember a few years ago too, when they said that the bread was made out of gym mats? All I vaguely up? remember. That's fun. And then do you remember when the spokesman was a child molester? <laughs> I definitely remember that one. That's I definitely so remember that one. <laughs> so crazy. So Ashley. Yes, Jamie. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who are you crushing on? I'm so glad you asked me that question because for once I actually have some answers. Oh my God. They're like human people even. There's That's a couple. So have you ever heard of Hallie and Chloe or Chloe? Yes. Okay. So the littler one. <laughs> like age or like bone mass? Like, like bone mass. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Hallie, Hallie Bailey, which is yes. Um, yes. Both their sisters, they're performers, they're R&B pop singers. Beyonce protégés. Beyonce protégés. They're both physically beautiful, facial beauty, 12 out of 10. The elder sister just looks more like a human beauty. Mm -hmm. Appreciate, but the littler one, she looks like an alien beauty. Yeah. Her eyes are real far apart, and she's going to be the next Little Mermaid action Disney Uh, film. It's like in her early, she's maybe like 20, 21 uh, she's she's something else she really is beautiful she um good too like yeah. I don't know if you yeah, oh, yeah. song called forgive me that I just love no but look at her look at her it's just a, just a gorgeous what child. a doll what an absolute doll yeah look at that beauty and then personality wise like I said earlier I don't think we were recording it I've been watching a lot of below deck <laughs> yeah. and Cast member Kate Chastain is just wonderful. I like her personality. Her name is Kate Chastain. She's the one in the middle. Um, she's the, the anchor is pointing. She's to the anchor of the show. She's the anchor <laughs> of my heart. It looks like she's got a mug shot there. She's been arrested recently. She uh, is just the kind. She here's what I love about her. She's a surf, she's a, she like treats, you know, the lifestyles of the rich and famous. It's like, oh, I have to give them the time of their life. It's like, she's a servant, literally. But she's the kind of servant who's like so much better than the people she serves. And she's just judging them the entire time. And just, she's really, she's a really good read of people. And she's really snide and bitchy and funny in a way that I personally admire. I love that. And I just, I I hope for the best for her. Can I tell you that I've avoided this show and now I might actually watch it because of your endorsement. That's the power that you have on this podcast and on my, on me and my fragile um, ego. And I don't want to be left out of stuff. Dave, my boyfriend doesn't watch a lot of reality TV, but we've been watching this together and it's great because he'll, he'll say stuff like they're so stupid. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. I love it. Look, yeah. it's giving them responsibilities. They're not going to be able to do this job. They're very dumb. They're very dumb. They're very dumb. <laughs> it's great. So, but my question to you, Jamie, is mm-hmm. this. Okay. What you question on? Wow. Okay. Right between the eyes. It just hit me. I literally thought about this, zoned out while you were talking. <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't have a crush coming in today and honestly, like I've been so busy that I'm just going to go with one that probably feels like lowest common denominator. It's probably being talked about all over the place. 
but it's the fucking cast of Lovecraft Country. Did you watch that show at all? Mm-mm. Okay. Without telling you anything about the plot, I won't get into the plot because it's cockamamie crazy. I'm still on the fence about ultimately how I feel about the show. That's a separate conversation. It was super fun, but that's a different conversation. I thought it uh-huh. was cool. It was different than I thought it would be. What we're talking about right here, though, is just pound town, hot, babe, central. Everyone in this cast is so fuckable and hot, starting with Jonathan Majors, who is um, General Lovecraft. No, uh, his name is Atticus in the show. He's the main character. He is whew, his body. He's beefy. Good. He's, but he's really like beefy. No, 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 no. He's like, it's like lean 50s. Straight line. This was so good because they cast people that probably really would have maybe looked like this. Like he isn't beefy. He's like, he's very muscular. But like, I believe that guy just got out of the Korean War or whatever. Okay. Like that's, he's fit, but it's like, oh, he probably has like skipped some meals. He's, too, you know, he's fit in an army way. Not- yeah. And he's a really good actor. He's just a babe. And then the his his paramour in the show, I feel like I can say without giving anything away, is played by Journey Smollett, who is outrageously pretty, like like kind of painfully attractive to the fact where the beginning of this show, I was sort of like, oh, fuck you. Like, I don't want to watch this. And now I'm like, you're so pretty. You know, I've seen it. I've seen her name written a thousand times and I've never said it or heard it loud in its journey. So I know that because she was Michelle Tanner's friend on Full House. Of course. Um, Oh, I'm familiar with the entire Smollett family. Of course. Don't worry. Don't worry. I just like have never like the literal. It's like like a trip. Like I've never heard it out loud before. Honestly, the entire cast, beautiful. I literally don't even know all of the actors' names because I'm not 14 and I don't like go look. Is it a YA show? I thought it was like a horror adult. Honestly has some, it's a very confusing show. I again could talk about it. It was a little campier, a lot campier than I thought it was going to be. Like it, it's serious. Yeah. It's campy. It it sort of careens into some two stranger thingsy at point at mm. points when I'm like, oh, you emotionally pulled me out of this because you went a little too monster. Go over the line, um, yeah. But it's it's cool. The tone of it's just a little jarring sometimes for what they're talking about because it's also very like they're dealing with very heavy issues. Heavy, like yeah. and slavery and all kinds of stuff. So interesting show. But yeah, just the whole cast is really hot. I can't remember his name, dude. It's in The Wire. Guy in The Wire with a scar on his face is Omar. Uh, oh, uh, Michael yeah. K. Williams. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. He's just like. He's one of those. He's like a, He's like HBO's like. Oh my God. He's in like literally every show. That they, yeah, I'm like, he's Chalky from Boardwalk Empire. Like hot in his own way. Courtney B. Vance is in it. Oh. Yeah, look at that dude. Oh that my God, that. yeah. Courtney B. Vance is in it and he's put on weight and he's like somehow hotter. The woman who plays his wife, I don't know her name. She's my favorite character. If and when you watch it, she'll be your favorite character as well. Most likely badass. And she's like, they give them like a sex scene in the very first episode. And literally it just serves the purpose of being like, Look at these sexy older people that are in love and like sexually attracted to each other. It's Does like the sex scene happened within the first five minutes of the show. It's early oh, on yeah. in the show. 
it is early on in the show, but it sets like a, such a cool tone for it where you're like, oh, they're going to treat these characters a little differently. Anyway, I'm talking too much. Loved it. You loved know, it. It's, Everyone's it's hot. Everyone's hot. So that's, those are my crushes. Any, any Halloween based crushes, any monsters, any ghouls, any goblins? I mean, last week we talked about Count Chocula and like, I'm still kind of thinking about that dude. Yeah, thinking about that chocolate. <laughs> R.I.P. Wow. Quibi. Quibi. Quibi got shut down today. I never even fully read about Quibi, or I like. I, I love not caring about anything. You honestly, by the time I learn about something, it's done. It's over. Guess what? I knew that going in, and that's how I feel about literally everything. <laughs> the less you know about Quibi, the better. But just know that the people. I do think you especially would be interested in the failure of Quibi because it's based on pure ignorance and hubris, like why it failed. It was like an app for TV, but it was going to be like 10 minute episodes. Yeah. And so they thought it was, they thought it was going to be so popular that people would start saying, I'm going to get that done in a Quibi instead of like 10 minutes or whatever. Like it's, it's that kind of level of just like they missed the mark so badly and probably it failed because nobody did any. No one questioned any like assumptions that they had about how successful they were going to be. Quick bites. Oh, Quibi. Oh my God. Fuck off. Yeah. Awful. 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 Branding so exercises. Much money. Branding so exercises. Bad. Someone thought that one up five minutes before the pitch. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yes. And their dicks got super hard about it. And then they threw all of their thinking behind the name Quibi and absolutely nothing else. And nothing else. And they were like, uh, nothing else we're gonna start saying quibby a lot a b chrissy teigen it's all you need i don't and a face i also love i love where it's like people who have absolute fucking disdain for like the average american media consumer i love it when they try to talk to them i do too i it's love it when they're funny them. i love it but you know who we i like to talk to i like to talk to the average Horny trash can. And that is what we have, what I've done all day on Instagram. I've talked to the horniest of the horny. um, And I asked them to weigh in, Ashley, on what today's topic is, which is not Halloween based at all, but it's terrifying. And it's primarily 90s talk show hosts, uh, daytime talk show TV hosts. So so we're really. I, so one thing I will get it really straight with you guys right now, a late night episode of late night hosts is completely different and probably something we should do. This is just your daytime talk show hosts. So um, there's no letterman. There's Don't no- get salty that Coco's not here. Yes, exactly. We will get there. That is a different episode. Grow up. Um, <laughs> so I'm ready. If you are, do you want to okay, just let's jump go. in? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> question kelly clarkson famous pop singer talk show host now would your life suck without kelly is my question we'll play yeah it totally would i don't watch any daytime talk shows at all no. but i would watch hers exactly i would like to point out too that i think of all the people on here there's an one other contemporary maybe two other contemporary ones and then a lot of a lot of a lot more classics. So um I I too have not watched this show because I have a job and I don't know why I would do that during the day. 
Daytime um, TV to me, I feel I am getting my tires rotated. I'm getting my <laughs> yes. I am in the I am in the I am in the Firestone lobby right now <laughs> with seven other people drinking burnt coffee, <laughs> watching Kelly Clarkson. It's great. I mean, that's that's all daytime TV is to me is waiting rooms. Mine is like. Which is why I think I, I wouldn't watch it now. Mine is like I'm homesick from school and I'm like laying on the couch and I have to watch this. And then we're just waiting for days of our lives to come on. Like I watched obviously <laughs> Price is Right. Price is Right. Price is Right. But then it's like, I, yeah, I just stuck with game shows. Not yeah, I, was, I was watching trash. And judge shows. I would watch a lot of like mm. beauties and the Mattises and whatnot. Well, I was almost on uh, Judge Mathis. Mathis is long that- story. Uh, we're suing our landlord and he came, came a court and we were like, no, we're not doing that. Um, so, so this one was an easy one to start with. Cause Kelly, who doesn't like Kelly Clarkson? Apparently 51% of respondents. Let's, should I call out some people? Yes. Or is it even shame, worth it? Shame and shame name and shame. I'm about to find out who doesn't like Kelly. I will say maybe that they just were thinking of her in this context, but this one which was the open, which is fair, I guess. Hold on. Get my quibby set up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say their first names. Chelsea, Chris, Lauren, Randall, Joseph, AKA JD. You know who you are when I say your name like that. Bo, you too. Dustin, Shane, <laughs> Patrick. All right. All right. Oh, way too many. Oh, I'm going to call out this one. Rachel Briggs said no. I feel like we could be on Kelly's show. Easily. I think we should be like rotating <laughs> guests. We should be like the dancing Edos of Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> In my opinion. We could be like the Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> bitches. Bitches. Oh my god. Amy Coney bitches. Uh, well, I mean, but here's the thing. It's like all you gotta do is like get one of Kelly's audience members and be like, tell us about some bitch you hate, and then we'll make fun of her for you. That's honestly a great idea. That's all they do on below deck, too. <laughs> well, oh my god, I can't stop thinking about this show. Uh, okay, but anyway. Moving on. All right. Morton Downey Jr. Do you remember this guy at all? I remember the name. Um he just yelled a lot. Probably the first picture I've seen of him. Really? Yeah. He, um, I remember he looks like from- the Goonies. He looks like Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> I just remember he he sort of was like the very first shock jock. Like he predated like Howard Stern. Morton Downey Jr.'s show was pure chaos. And I remember it so clearly as a child. And I was like, I really liked it because he li- like literally you'd go on a show. He chain smoked the entire time in the studio with an audience screamed in people's faces both guests and the audience was he on a radio before tv i'm looking him up right now i just thought he was the bee's knees i just i just loved him as a kid i knew the name i knew that morton downey jr jr was an adult (laughs) that is the extent of my relationship with this man he pioneered trash tv shockingly uh, or not shocking. He was a disc jockey. Going I think always. The, the moniker of Doc Downey in various markets. He, okay. He was a talk show host for KFBK in Sacramento where, where he employed his abrasive style 
He was fired in 84 and replaced by Rush Limbaugh. Oh, boy. Who is dying, if you want to talk about that. And Morton Downey Jr., it was a, what? He ran for president as a a pro-life Democrat. Wow, fuck this guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's absolutely terrible. So I guess that's going to be a hard no for me. It's going to be a hard no for me as well. Um, <laughs> I loved him as a kid. Didn't know any better. I just loved abuse, really. I love cycles of abuse. Yeah, this guy's awful. He claimed that his show was not as sleazy as Jerry Springer's, which um, that's... Not tr- no. Jerry Springer's show wasn't sleazy. Jerry Springer's show was campy. There's a difference. There's a difference. Like... He made fun of stuttering John. Yeah, fuck this guy. We're going. We're whatever. Bye, Mort. Bye, Mort. Okay. So this one is the best. So when you think of daytime talk shows, the queen of all queens is Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Um, this photo that we're showing here, I haven't described the other two photos because they were stupid and it was just a picture of Morton Downey Jr. and his gross teeth because I hate him now. But Oprah is who we're talking about now. And this photo that I'm about to reference is from the iconic episode where Oprah walked out with a red wagon filled with just fat to brag about losing weight. And the question I asked was, do you think about this picture constantly? Yes. And the answer is yes, of course yes. you do. I just think about it all the time because I'm like, Cause she was pretty popular at this point when she lost all that weight, she was very, very thin, like to the point where I I'm fairly positive. This was not a healthy weight loss at all. She looks great though. She's wearing these high-waisted little jeans. Yeah. Well, she's styled appropriately for the era too. And she's got it highlighting her weight loss in all the best ways. Yeah. Like yeah. He's styling. I mean the, the, the belt alone, Jamie, like I want this outfit today. Like it's come back into fashion. It's good. It's a good outfit. It's, it's a great black turtleneck. It's dark wash, high-waisted jeans, black boots, and like a kind of Western. And a Western belt and a kicky earring that matches yeah. the belt. Um, the wagon filled with fat though. It's one of my favorite things. It's in a giant garbage bag. <laughs> I don't know if they ever describe, like discuss like where it came from. Is it, is it brisket? Like, what is this? Yeah, you know what? It probably did come from a butcher. That's a good, because I guess they filmed it in Chicago. So any old butcher and some <laughs> named Ted around the corner. He's like, yeah, I can get you some fat. You know, it's that's the way it works, like back in the 80s. Again, not to reference Below Deck, the greatest show of all time. But like the thing about Below Deck is people are constantly getting like actually fired for fucking up, which is hilarious. That's great. And it never, because I was like, that never happens even I could not remember, and I never looked it up. Did Montana from the real world Boston get fired for giving that kid wine? Or did they just like, oh, whatever. Like, I can't remember. I don't know if they fired her. I know they, um. I'm pretty sure that like they gave a kid, that she gave a kid wine and they just kept it on the show. Like, they were just like, that's fine. Wasn't going to the daycare anymore. No. They didn't kick her off the show. Well, like the Jersey Shore kids hey. running that business, that t-shirt shop, like there's zero percent chance that they did anything <laughs> oprah talking about this says 88 67 pounds of animal fat the amount of fat she lost and in a recent year she said big 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 mistake when i look at that show i think it was one of the biggest ego trips of my life i mean fair i mean absolutely <laughs> 
Do you ever Oprah think back and wonder at all the people who are afraid to tell you no? Thank you. That's a it's question. Probably, That's it's a question probably, because guess what? Guess what? Really, 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 really humiliating, embarrassing things don't always have to happen to you if you hire the right people. It's a tale of two quibbies. This, I'm just this saying. Wagon. I'm just saying. With the best of quibs, it was the worst of quibs. Best of quibs, worst of quibs. It's rolling out a big old wagon full of quibby. Um, so 76% of people said, yes, I think about this image constantly. Um, I think about it anytime I, I am acting up at work, honestly, and just doing stuff that I shouldn't do. That is stupid. I think of me like rolling a wagon of fat into a conference room and, and like people just accepting it and not calling me a fucking lunatic. So anyway. What a great crew members have to bring their kids radio flyer to work. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. She wasn't like, yeah, that's not her and Stedman's wagon. Um, So good. Okay. (gasps) One of my favorites. Oh, God. Okay. Who's the hotter cast? Ready? Season one or or today of The View. So season one before before you do not weigh in. Season one, as a reminder, is Star Jones, icon. Correct name to start with. Yes. Joy Behar. Pretty cool. Meredith fucking Vieira, face carved out of of marble. (laughs) Just a delicate mom. Connecticut, I don't know. Delicate Connecticut marble. Barbara Walters and Debbie Metanopoulos. Do you remember like an innocent time when like making fun of how stupid she was, was like such a, like she was the dumbest person on TV. And now like our president literally can't string two sentences together. And we're like Debbie Metanopoulos. Like I would fucking vote for Debbie Metanopoulos <laughs> tomorrow. I just, whenever I think of season one of The View too, I really think of the Saturday Night Live parody where she yes. Barbara Walters, which yes. was iconic, tremendous work. Sherry O'Care. And Star Jones. It was Tracy Morgan as Star Jones. And just yes. I remember it's like it was like, I am a lawyer. And that was like the yes. catchphrase is her. And she was big. She ended up losing a lot of weight. But like that first season, she was just, I'm a, a large lawyer and I'm gonna cut you down. So and now it's like they they all but it's like not even, they always have to get like a blonde conservative in. Well, and I don't even think no. Debbie was just stupid. That was the thing. It wasn't. It was after Debbie when they got. Was it Hassel? Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah, it was Hasselbeck. Was the problem? Yeah, and she she was dumb as hell. That was the thing. She was dumb as hell. Oh, yeah, because Debbie was a rotating cast of people, so it was like Claire yeah. Danes, Cameron Diaz, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, so good. Um, so new cast don't know who any of these people are except for Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi and Joy Goldberg, and, uh, Megan McCain, Megan McCain. I couldn't tell you who the other two women are, and I'm not looking it up. It doesn't matter. Our age. <laughs> no, they're not. They're like half Megan half McCain half. is our age. Oh, our, oh yeah, she, she is. She is. Yeah, she is. Megan McCain's like in her mid-30s. Hold on. I'm not I'm now I do want to know. Lady on the end by Joy. I don't know. She looks like she looks like a real housewife from like a city in Canada. She's like real yeah. housewives, Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, she's got like a leatherette dress and then person on the end. I don't even know how to describe this person. She looks like a she looks like a photoshop of a bunch of different body parts put together. Yeah. Like like she, arms and magazine. It's like 
She's an AI composite person. Yeah, like sure. when I um, go to like Macy's to look at lounge pants, it's like she's the one showing me the pants. She's like a glitchy AI person. Like if you notice one of her butt cheeks is very long, it's like is she's Simone. So her name is Abby Huntsman. So I'm guessing she's John Huntsman's fucking daughter. John Huntsman's daughter. What a surprise. Looks just like a real thriller. And then Sunny Hostin. I don't, is a lawyer. She's an American lawyer. I really Um, like Whoopi's smock. Oh yeah. Whoopi looks great. Whoopi is like, Whoopi's hair looks good and her smock looks good. I will say after looking at season one, it seems like Whoopi's been on that show for like a billion years, but I forgot she wasn't in the OG cast. Um, so, I mean, honestly, second photo, only thing that's hot about this photo is Whoopi Goldberg. Enjoy. Concur. Concur. Strong concurrence. Um, yeah. So I'm going with season one. Yeah. yeah but, okay. Yes, going with season one, but if I could swim out joy for Whoopi. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. Whoopi. All right. Um, 75% of people agree season one undisputed. It's Uh, not a competition there. It's really not. You've got legends and then you got losers. Let's be real. (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) Legends and you've got losers. Okay. I knew this was coming. So um, we, we talked about Kelly. Kelly's competition is Drew Barrymore. Oh, so I asked the audience, Drew Barrymore, but only this version. And it is a picture of her looking utterly demented. She looks like she just huffed, like did all the poppers. Um, yeah. And she, you know, she's aging well. She, I mean, like she, there's no mm-hmm. shade on her appearance or anything, but she's, ju- I just don't think this is a person that needs to be on TV <laughs> right now. Energy level is not appropriate. <laughs> she needs to be caged. For anything, for anything. I'm trying to think like, she'd be a great like preschool teacher. She should do a children's show. She should do a children's show. It's, I, I honestly like, I've only seen clips and I only know what's happened on this show because of, I'm going to mispronounce his name. What's it? I, it's speaking of names. The Rich. rich yeah. Yeah. Rich, yeah. Rich, Jesus, who is a funny pop culture writer. So he's written funny like posts about how bad shit this show is. Basically, He's the master of like the super cut. He's the master of like, I'm going to watch like every fucking episode of this dumb shit and find yes. like, five best moments. Let's see. Oh, wait, we have an update Isabel, from... Okay. Yeah. It's pronounced, pronounced Quibby. <laughs> it's pronounced Quibby. Is it Rich Quibby? Perfect. Um, but, um, I lost Jezebel. my train of thought. Where was I? Oh, anyway. Yeah, no, he he's assembled clips of Drew Barrymore's show that yeah, I consider them to be a fair representation, probably, of what the entire proceedings are like. Yeah. It's exhausting, it's exhausting to me. She's, you know, I'm sure she's a lovely person. God bless her. God bless her. The Poor mom was giving her martinis at age five. <laughs> the fact that she's got any brain cell left at all is a fucking miracle. The fact that she's here and with us and alive and didn't see by the time she was 14 is incredible, you know? So I'm going to let her have that joy. I just don't need to watch it. So I'm going to say. I, 
So you're going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say no with you, mostly just because the way I phrase the question opens it up for you to love other Drews, like the Drew that showed sure. the titties to David Letterman, which we could talk about later on the late night show. Or just I like, the ever after Drew. Ever after Drew. Gertie. Um, yeah. There's so many Drews to love. Yeah. I don't know about this one. 51% of people said yes. Um, more power to don't them. stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> Rotten hell. All right, let's move on. Uh, okay. All right. I'm going to have to think about this one. This one is, I'm just straight up. Would you get rowdy with Jerry? Uh, yes. Jerry? I'm saying yes. Yes. I didn't. Even yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to have to think about it until I thought about it and I didn't have to think about it. Yes. Jerry Springer is a hellcat in the quibby. He is fun. You know it. Look at He's fun. He's no, it, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what you're going to get with Jerry Springer. You're going to get a fucking nice dinner. <laughs> you're probably going to get like a nice cab home, like before yeah. sunrise. And what more can you ask from that? I don't know. <laughs> a uh, lot more, but not me. Not me. Yeah. You know, Jerry, I always loved Jerry Springer because to your point, it was campy. And like, mm -hmm. there was definitely a time period where like, people weren't in on the joke, like for a, a really long period of time. And dude is so savvy that he basically had kind of a, kind of a, you know, milk toast, just daytime show, maybe a little trashy, maybe a little like my teen is wild. And then he just found a formula, made it trashy, made it sensational. And then even once it became apparent that he and like everyone was in on the joke and it probably wasn't real instead of like bowing down or backing up he just cranked it up to like 50 worse. yeah he was just like okay obviously we know that these two people are probably actors it, it was like pro wrestling but actually like, yeah they fully like segued into like sideshow yes Oh, when I mean like like big top kind of circus, literal circusy. Yes. Stuff. And Ugh. the thing is that, but here I just remembered like how his career started, which he was the mayor of like Cincinnati. Cincinnati, which is trash. And it was a bad check, right? He wrote, <laughs> he wrote a check to a hooker with like the city checkbook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Megan Barry could never. Okay. Like I want to honestly though, actually she could. I said that out loud. I want her to have her own show. Who? Megan Barry. Oh, I mean. Former Nashville mayor. I would watch um, the hell out of it. She seems like a good, fun time. So I turned it on. I turned it on. I turned my computer on to 10 most outrageous moments. <laughs> and I'm not going to click into this, but here are the titles of the episodes. Please. Number one, sex worker loses her teeth. Mother daughter domination. Breaking the sex record. My girlfriend is a man. Didn't age very well. Naked peekaboo. Hmm. <laughs> chopped, off, chopped off his own manhood. And I'm happy I cut off my legs. <laughs> sound great. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's quality after school programming is what it is. Put that shit on at 4, 4.30. <laughs> wait for the last kids to come home yeah a man i remember oh my god you know what i remember a very special episode of jerry springer where there was a man who was too fat to exit his own home and his name was denny welch 
uh, I, I will never, yeah. And they, and they cut a hole out of his house. Well, cause they weren't in the studio. Jerry went to his home to talk to him. That seems very, uh, that seems like that could have been emotional. Was it was it, very did he emotional. handle it well? Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, I like in this- man's name fucking for 25, Danny Welch, B-E-N-N-I-W-E-L-C-H. The thing that I think is funny about that is like thinking, I mean, honestly, the things I just read off are wild minus the like, my girlfriend is a man, like. Um, like of the time, like you read that out now, like that's still pretty fucked up and like things are pretty crazy right now. Um, we have so much access to, um, stuff, but like the thing you just described is TLC. Like that is their whole channel is just like, look at this really obese, sad person's life. Yeah. Look at him try to drive a car. It's man. Yeah. I know. Like we're helping. Yeah. Jerry pretended to help long before any of those other people. I know. God bless him. But the majority of people say no. They they don't. I don't think they get it. I don't think they get it either. I want to pull up some yeses because those are people that will ride with us to sleep with somebody's stripper sister, which is one of the episodes. (laughs) You slept with my stripper sister. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth, Amanda, Ramy, Dustin, Shane, Chad, Anna, Heather, Patrick, Christine. I know she would. Sarah, Mary Brenna, Rachel, and Brian. Congrats to you because you get it. Y'all the real ones. Let's roll. Let's go to Cincinnati and write some hot ass checks with Jerry. Okay, next up. <laughs> this is a picture of Wendy Williams in a bikini. Yeah. I it's Wendy to be Williams, f- but it looks like um Angeline. Angeline, thank you. Yes. Exactly Angeline. like Angeline. Angeline, if you don't know, is an LA I don't even pin know how to describe her. Like an LA pinup. She's just like a big titty broad on b- b- billboards, and that's her deal. And she, but but kind of in a she's she's old now. Like I mean, she's like in her probably like 70s, 60s, 70s, yeah. But she like drives a pink Corvette and like wears all pink and is super ostentatious and rents billboards, which is like my dream. To That's just, who like, I thought this was at first. It isn't. It's Wendy Williams, who used to be a little bit thicker and lost a bunch of weight. And I just honestly, I picked this picture because I think she looks good. Like, I think she looks really like, I mean, she's very thin, but like, I don't know. She's, I picked it because I think she seems really happy. Like, she's just like, this is how I look. And I'm going to, like, she kind of looks like Janice from the Muppets a little bit. People roasted this that picture. I feel her. like this picture just to me, like, raises a lot of questions. <laughs> Honestly, like, questions about her breasts, questions about the, uh, first of all, as a large breasted woman, that halter top is fucking bullshit and she knows it. And I don't know what kind of game she's trying to play. Like that's ridiculous. Like it's halters don't work when you have boobs like that. Mm-mm. I don't. A lot of people um, on online. Um, one thing I will say about criticizing Wendy's body or just her at all is that she is so savage and cruel that like people get a pass that like mock her. 
too. So it's more like, I feel like she had a bunch of liposuction. It's like, she didn't lose any weight. It's like oh, yeah. weight removed from her. It's like, yeah. Because her breasts are the same. I don't. They're huge. Huge. Like the part of them are fake, but a lot of them aren't. My thing though is if you're going to get it all sucked out, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't she leave a little bit in the back? You know, just real, real little. On the balance. <laughs> yeah, she's very straight, you know? Yeah. I mean, the she got a there, flat Mike tummy. Mike. She, you know who she, she's um, sort of shaped like Malibu Stacy from the Simpsons. Yeah, I see <laughs> like, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, just, all in all, it just disappoints me. And I feel like just get the, just get your tits done too. Just get them done. You're already doing the surgery on your belly. Just, just get them like lift. They can them. be enormous. They can, you can still have like, ooh, the honkos. Like, but I don't oh, know. Just, but like these are like down to like lump, like these are halfway down her back. Like where is that bra strap resting on her back? Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? That it's is, like it, her, it's, that, it's her tramp bra stamp. is midway around her torso. <laughs> her bra, it, her, the, the strap on this is not far from her belly button. Well, and the belly button is like 14 inches higher than it, than God intended. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say nah. It was Wendy Williams, eh? or nah and she only got a couple of eh yeah and I said nah nah all right moving on oh this is one of my favorites who would you rather wake up next to Regis or Kathy Lee I'm gonna say Regis I I'm gonna say Kathy Lee why do you say Kathy oh my god Kathy Lee Kathy Lee is like sexy in a really bizarre way she's like especially now as like older Kathy Lee has morphed into just sort of like fun fun drunk aunt kind of kind of character she's a very pretty woman growing up I never thought of her that way like I always thought of her as like just a loud lady on tv um but she's actually pretty funny and if you look at her face she's pretty she's also like if you go back in time and just think about how extra she always was. I don't know. I just, Regis is fun though. I don't know. So the audience will get there. This is, this was a controversial one. 50, 50. I don't know that we've had a clear fit. Just a right down the middle. That's incredible. right down the middle. It's hard. Why do you say Regis? Uh, he just seems like an easier time. <laughs> like, like easier to deal with like I, I don't know if I'm gonna be there with them for a day long weekend I feel like he and I would get along a little bit more. I don't know I feel like there's an intensity to Kathy Lee that I couldn't quite handle Harness. exactly whereas with Regis I feel like he's gonna spend maybe 20% of our time together on the phone ignoring me <laughs> that's your time to do something else other than I have to give him all my attention I for something or like order food. It's great. You know, like this example is just a prime, prime example of our, of the yin yang that is our libidos and the desires. The same point. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> you, beautiful. You, you want, get it all. You want to go do your own thing while somebody plays on the phone. And I want a tornado of crazy to, to well, like, I want her to make me cry we're going to get into a fight, but then we're going to like, you know, drink, drink a shard. I want know? Regis to like, just holler at me. From, he's like, Hey, you want to go to Spago? Like, I just want, I just want, I want him to holler at me and take me out to a nice steak dinner. 
for this Chicago. The thing that would get us into a fight is she'd start talking about Cody and Cass. Cody and Cass. You're what, 30? 40 years old. Years old. Yeah. You're, like, you're their the MBA students. Like, yeah, exactly. Also, Kathy Lee, she's, she's, again, it's like she was young in like the 80s and early 90s, which was a very sad time to be a young white female styling wise because oh, yeah. like the styling for Caucasian women in that era was like, but what if you looked 45? Yes. Oh yeah. Like this. Yeah. Picture, the end. That's the end of the story. Like that's why I'm saying like, I, I think she gets kind of a, I'm, I'm looking at her with renewed interest as a, an aging woman, <laughs> because I'm like, wait a second. She was like 22 and she looks 50 in this photo. Mm-hmm. But look at that neck. That's not the neck of an older woman. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a younger woman. But they've, you know, given her. I mean, like, we can start with the eyebrow, the hair. We can start with the hair. The hair. Describe this hair, Ashley, to the list. The color is all wrong. She's blonde, but it's like a reddish yellow blonde. It looks like uh, a hair color that they would put on like one of those reborn baby dolls. <laughs> oh my! Nailed it. Nineties um, eyebrows, which look like sperm. She's sperm. got. These sperm eyebrows, and then all of her makeup is just like glistening. Her makeup uh, is she has a lavender eye that matches her lavender shift dress that yes. is for an eighty-year-old woman. I think it's the coral lipstick that's getting lipstick. light coral shiny lipstick. It's and again, it's, she's probably like thirty. I know she's young. She is a hundred percent younger than us right now, and she looks. Yeah. Oh she my looks god! Like and her could be our mom. Nails. Ugh. Oh, Jamie, I didn't even see the fingernails. Oh, they're so gross. Oh, they're like full on like white French tip the entire yes. thing. Oh, my bitch just got out of her tanning bed and she rolled into the studio to take this picture with Rage. I know. And I want, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> I want to be like, hey, do you want to go get mimosas? And I'm like, Kathy Lee, you crazy bitch, yes. And me and me and Regis are going to talk about how wide his lapel should be. <laughs> opinions there, and I think we, you know, my little chat. That, that's the kind of that's that, that's yeah. the we have. Regis smells like he menthol menthol yes he doesn't smell like menthol cigarettes he just smells like menthol. menthol I was about to say oh my god you took the words out of my mouth he smells yeah. almost medical in some yeah. way like like a like he it's always it, very cold he's always very cold <laughs> he works in a mortuary I love this one what a, what a force are uh, and Chris in the audience picks Regis because he'd be resurrecting him and for a Halloween episode uh that's kind of spooky Good answer, Chris. Um, okay, next next up, uh, Montel. Montel. Montel really pioneered the like out of control teen. Um, yes, in a way that I feel like he does not get credit for. I feel like Montel was sending them to boot camps. Like, way oh, I re- I mean, do you remember the sergeant? Sergeant Julu was his name. Was that um, his name? I can't remember his name, but obviously, like everyone had a sergeant. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> hold on, I'm looking it up. Sergeant Daryl, Sergeant Daryl Julu. Oh no, wait. Hold on, I want to be right. Uh, his show debuted. Wikipedia. Don't fuck with me right now. I need to know this. I'm gonna go in there and edit it real quick. Okay, his show started in syndication from '91 to 2008. 
Sally Jesse Raphael was doing juvenile boot camps. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I'm on Juju Media, which is Sergeant Julie's YouTube channel. And I'll have to go back into the archives and we'll have That's- to get to the bottom of this. But I agree with you. I don't associate Sally with that. I it, That is Montel. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't. Sally ran the gamut. Montel focused yeah. on the kids. Like, yeah. He wants those kids to be safe and he wants them to be famous and on TV. That's what he wants. So the question I asked, though, um, and this is a photo of Montel Williams uh, at a step and repeat for something sponsored by American Express and Mont Blanc. And he's wearing an Ed Hardy tee, a red leather jacket. He's got a just a goatee, a bright smile, and a little Mr. Clean vibe going on with a bald head and an earring. Yeah. Hoop. Um, and the question was, and, and these are out of order, so you're going to have to use your imagination, but is Montel hotter than Maury Povich? No. <laughs> no. No, he's not. So, that was so fast. <laughs> no. No, no, he's not. He's hot, but he's not hotter than Maury. He's too—I uh, don't know—he's too churchy. He's got a church vibe. He kind of has a, a little church, like maybe. I don't um, know. I, you know, I don't even know what I mean by that. It's more like he's just kind of square in a way that I don't think Maury is. Square is a great term. But you know what is. Like Montel, here's the thing. It's like Montel seems like he doesn't want to cause a ruckus. He doesn't want right. to cause a ruckus. He's like, it does not have to be like this. It does but not I, like this. But Maury's like. Montel seemed scandalized by stuff that would happen on his own show sometimes. Yeah, that's like, it. you planned this. Like, you didn't just show up here. You know who he reminds me of? His his style as a host is very similar to Jeremy. And the, what was his name? Jer- oh, fuck. It was in the UK. It was like my and it's like Jeremy Kyle. Jeremy Kyle. Yes. Okay. So yes. the Jeremy Kyle show in the UK was, is yes. my favorites. And it's he has kind of vibe where he's very kind of scolding of his guests, I guess, in a way. It's like, like, how dare you come on this show? How dare you be a bad mother to your daughter? You know, talk- how dare you disrespect your bad mother? It's like, oh, it's that kind of attitude. And it's like, well, she disrespects her mom because her mom's a piece of shit. And <laughs> You know, I don't know. Well, it was canceled a year ago because he caused someone's death. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go, Jeremy. Jezza did. Oh, I was going to judge that. Fuck. I hate when that happens. Well, we'll get to talk about it again in a little bit. Thanks. So 78% of people disagree with you and say that he is yeah. definitely hotter than Maury. I agree. I think Maury's hotter. I think we'll we'll get to unpack that. In a second, I think Montel's a handsome man. I'll give it to him. But yeah, I'm with you. It's just he didn't do it for me. He's a little too buttoned up. He's yeah. Even though he's not buttoned up in this pick, this I think the Ed Hardy. But show. even this, but even this, where he's like, I'm gonna get loose and crazy, and it's a brand spanking new fucking Ed Hardy shirt and a right. brand spanking new jacket that doesn't have like any creases in it. Like you clearly look, you know. Here's the deal. He looks like an after on what not to wear, where they're like, you need to spice yeah. up your wardrobe, Montel. Um, he's handsome. He's not an attractive. Yeah. If he were in the Jiffy Lube waiting room with me, <laughs> the one I was thinking about, but he's on TV. <laughs> so step it up. All right. Move better. I don't know. <laughs> Do better, Montel. 
Oh shit. Okay. Um, Phil Donahue, um, just face like a catcher's mitt, like just not a, not a handsome guy married to Marlo Thomas though, who is absolute babe. Um, been I've never around. seen this photo. This photo is from probably like a 1980s society event or wedding. It honestly looks like they're like chaperoning a prom, which is very strange. Marlo Thomas, petite, tan, dark hair, Danny Thomas's daughter, yeah. looks great, wearing an off the shoulder, beautiful sort of 80s gown uh, of the time. Phil Donahue literally looks like I mean, he's an Irish caricature. Uh, yes. Someone like a racist on car- a- he looks like a racist cartoon <laughs> of an Irishman, but like for real. Someone drew this on a boardwalk to hurt someone's feelings. Like that is, that is. The, In like 1912, crazy. truly. It's incredible. He's got like, like, do you want some more potatoes, Phil? He's um, so, this is, I mean, possibly it's because he's also like. I'm Irish. Okay. So I could say that. This is like a Christmas party. This is obviously a Christmas party. Yeah. Ugh, like a holiday like party, but he's just his like face like a catcher's mitt. I mean, you did say it, but no teeth. I mean, no lips. He has teeth. <sighs> Barely. I don't know. He's got yeah. hair like Captain Kangaroo as well. I mean, his hair is gray. He has a gray mop of hair. Again, this motherfucker is probably 28 in this photo. And he <laughs> looks a thousand years old. He cut his hair himself, bagged a like celebrity's daughter, like yeah. this is not right. She's that girl. She's... Yes, yes. That, that's what I mean. Like, like, like she's comes from like stock. Like, it's not like, oh, this is a picture of Marlo Thomas before she ever had a job. It's like, no, she could have easily not dated Phil Donahue. They're still together. Well, that's sweet. So I mean, maybe he's great, whatever. But the question is, how did Phil Donahue land Marlo Thomas? Money or drugs? Probably a big dick. <laughs> he is I mean, really he fun. probably fucks real good, you know? Like, I'm not saying, like, because he's so ugly. You know that's what I mean? Good. That's, that's true. That is true. And she's still there. That's true. Okay. Um, Honestly, what an option, but that's my pick now. That's just a thought. It just, <laughs> just flew through my head. Just put that in your quibby. Raw either. Her okay. titties are loose and that off the shoulder. She looks like the sun-made raisin girl. He does. Oh my mm. God. Nailed mm. it. Call back. Oh my God. Is you he drinking me behind the screen. Also, like, could you not? Yeah, I mean, he's holding a drink in this picture too, which doesn't help. That, like, oh. like I said, this is an obvious holiday party and he's probably like three or four drinks in even by the time they took this picture. Yeah. Um, he's nose is a little away. sloppy already. And honestly, she does too. Like, if you look into her eyes, she's a little glassy there. She's a little glassy. A little glassy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and they're no going to go fuck after this. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. I love how mean we were to Phil Donahue for no reason. You look bad. I don't know. Get a grip. <laughs> Get a better face. <laughs> um, okay. So, next up, Queen. Queen of daytime in some universes, Sally Jesse Raphael, icon, 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 icon. This bitch is active on Twitter. I didn't <laughs> that. It's an immediate follow. <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael tweeted at Lena Dunham in 2013 saying that she wants to bring Sergeant Julie to the uh, HBO girl set. And I don't know what that's referencing, but I love it. 
like this made me, I would watch girls if Sally Jesse Raphael told me to. I always loved her because why was this woman on TV? Look at this face. Zoom in on that. She's got that same ginger haunted doll hair color. Also get her start in shock jock radio. Like I think so. Let's look it up. God, she's still leaned into that red glasses thing. I just love it. I mean, that's uh, her look. You can't. Uh, Sally Lowenthal. Love it. <laughs> love everything about her. Oh, her father was a rum exporter in Puerto Rico. In the 20s? <laughs> in I don't know really when. In 1935. <laughs> so something, who knows how above board that was, <laughs> that operation. Yeah, it doesn't seem super legit, but. She was an on-air radio announcer in Miami when she met and became friends with talk show host Larry King. Her, her, by her own admission, her broadcasting career was not an immediate success. All of this just makes me want to watch To Die For. Oh my God. I love that movie so much. Because it's amazing. It's I want so to good. Like when we were looking at that picture of um, Kathy Lee, because her hair looks yes. oh my God. like that. Yeah. Okay. So she hosted a radio call and advice show on something called NBC TalkNet, which ran in 80, for 81 to 87, but then she got her own show in 83. Yeah, so she sort of just uh, networked her way to on, onto a network, you know? And her one of her fans was Phil Donahue. Okay. Um, and he encouraged her to, to go. So yeah, she had some, she, she impressed Larry King and Phil Donahue to Dinosaur... Ugly, ugly. What? Like, how do you impress them? You know, know. it's like that doesn't. You know, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of details missing from. There's a lot of details. Daytime TV world is dirty. Yeah. So my question here was just: Would you take Sally Jesse Raphael back if she ran Faithful? I'm gonna say no. (laughs) I don't need that in my life. I said that because myself. The the title of this episode was like I'm desperate for you to take me back or something. So that's why I asked this question. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm desperate to get you back. She is wearing a, honestly, a dress that probably my mamma was buried in. Like it mm-hmm. is a red silk number, probably age appro- appropriate. The fact that she's still alive though, again, the nineties, it shocks me because she looks 9,000 years old. How old is she? I mean, she's maybe 50? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. She honestly like, looks about the same. She was older, obviously, but like hasn't changed much uh when you when you you Google her. So anyway, she's good for really her. smart too. She's really smart too because she's one of these people that's like instantly recognizable, but it's it's the second you take off your glasses, no one knows who you are. No one would know who she is. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? She's she's the old lady with gray hair who doesn't need glasses. Like yes. no. Um I admire smart. her, loved the show growing up, always thought she was like Kind of didn't understand why she was popular or famous, but like admired that she was on TV and had money. <laughs> Her show, it's like I you could always feel the shows like chasing Oprah. And she was always yeah. Oprah. You know what I mean? Me I feel were like hosts too were. trashy. Yeah, they were both trashy. But the, it was like this weird time where like they kind of tried to pass themselves off as real journalists. It was like Jenny Jones, lowest tier, Sally Jesse here, mm-hmm. Oprah top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Of the female host. 100%. It is what it is. It is what it is. Good for you. Um, I wouldn't take her back either. Thank you. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Because honestly, before I met you, I probably would have. 
Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> the queen of nice, Rosie O'Donnell. This photo is Rosie, just height of her fame. That Can you believe me if I told you like two or <laughs> ago I was like walking around the house going like aren't you a little cutie patootie isn't he a little cutie patootie look it at was, this it was a date I loved oh this my god show. I yeah. loved this show and when you I watched it every day when you think about what she I think she's brilliant because the show was just her personality like other people pander and like have guests or whatever this show was so insularly like just she just talked about whatever she was interested in only remember it was like madonna tom cruise koosh balls yeah. it was just like this the niche interests of this closeted lesbian woman remember there was like a people magazine profile on her and her like then wife or something and it was like here they are in their bedroom and they, they had this she had this like custom headboard that was shelves for all these like mcdonald's figurines yes she's obsessed with mcdonald's from like Happy Meals. And I just, and this was like right after they adopted their kids or something or yeah. they having children. And I remember being like 14 years old, like a preteen myself and just thinking like, this bitch is not ready to have kids. Like this is really a <laughs> Like what kind of mother is she going to be? It's like the tool. I don't know. Like these are choking hazards to a one. <laughs> well, and the whole reason she was obsessed with Madonna is because of a league of their own. Yeah. Well, they're best friends. Yeah, well, and like yeah, she was, I mean, she was obsessed with Mary friends. Tyler Moore, and I was reminiscing the other day about how she had another pro, like professed Mary Tyler Moore fan on her show named Davina, and they competed against each other. Like this is like Denny, what's his name? This is the one for me. She asked this lady to come on her show. The lady was like really sassy and not having any of it, and was like, "I'm not gonna play play nice or like." be a nice guest. Like I'm going to kick your ass. Like I know more about Mary Tyler Moore and she won. And Rosie O'Donnell was so mad. Like I remember, like, and I remember her thinking like, you could just see the joy drain from her face. And like, she was kind of mean to the lady. And then it was such a moment where she broke character. I think, cause remember she was the queen of nice. She's the queen of nice. Yeah. She's the queen of nice. There was such a moment where she broke character that I really think she then had her on a bunch more just to kind of like make sure that lady was in on the joke, quote unquote, and try to turn it into a joke. But really, she was like, it was the crack in the veneer. And I remember it very clearly. So the question is, and the audience is pretty, pretty divided. Would you let Rosie toss you some koosh? First of all, great question. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to think about this one a little more than the others. You know what? (laughs) Not, no, I would not let Rosie. No, you don't know. No, who was the? I don't. Who was? Did she have like a DJ? Who was her band? I'm trying to remember. That'll that'll decide how. I answer. Oh, it was John D and the McDLTs. <laughs> that's, that's right. Thank you. Uh, then yes. <laughs> I would do it if John T and the McDLTs uh, were were there too. Were there? Just them like, run a train on me. Too. Do you like an instrumental of, I don't know. He was like, this is just like a nerdy saxophone player that had like a, a soul patch. I just, I love to, I did not look that up. That is just. That's really good. The okay. anus of my memory. Um, her, it's just like, why give a closeted, sh- or why give a show to like a closeted person? And then it's like these, I don't know. It's almost mean too. 
Well, you know, and then she, you know, like, she did come out and then that was like a little confusing as a child because she'd been talking about how much she was in love with Tom Cruise. And so then like it was made like made her play this part. It felt like Yeah. And yeah. I think she really did like love Tom Cruise and well, obviously course, like yeah. sexuality, gender, all of that is a spectrum. We know that now, but like when I was a young kid, I was sort of like, was she lying to me this whole time? You know, I, I remember being like very confused. It so was- to your point, it is kind of like what parts of that were them like making her have this like cartoonish crush on Tom Cruise, you know, like how much of that was actually real and how much of it was like. Maybe, maybe not someone making her do it, but her feeling pressured to do it. I don't know. I and it's like, here's, it's like everyone involved, everyone involved in the show at every level knows that she's gay. And it's like, make a gay show, but don't be gay. Right. It was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different, it was a different time. time. So I'm going to say, honestly, with all that context, I'm going to say, yes, girl, get it. You can get it. Whatever. I'm gonna say no. Just <laughs> Honestly, I don't think she would like she's that. scary to me a little bit. Like I, there's an intensity to Rosie O'Donnell that I cannot fucking handle, even a little bit. Whatever, let me tell you, whatever energy Donahue's got, like she's got it in spades. She's got that like deep Irish, like oh yeah, chaos. I think I'm really into this. Ang- I think there's some anger there that is intriguing. But she's furious. She's furious at life. She's. Amen. Comedians that's fucking miserable. Yeah. Sign me up. She's one of those comedians. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I'm not saying she's wrong. Check, check, check. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Well, moving on. Ugh. This this one. Is there anything redeem any redeeming hotness about Ellen that overshadows her current scandals? I can't talk. Is there anything redeeming about her? I mean, I like her wife, I guess. I mean, now that we know, now that we know what we know, and I actually met someone years ago who was drunk and they'd used, they'd worked for her and they made me promise not to say anything. And if you tell me not to say something, I'm not going to say anything, but this was like six or seven years ago. And this woman was just like, she's awful. You know, like she's the worst. She's like such a just crazy micromanager. And like, she didn't say like there, I think there's a lot worse stories that came out, but like I met someone who basically was like, it was the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> like, I just always wonder. It's like to what fucking end? Like to what? Right. Control freak because it's it's control freak because I would all I would want to do at that point is like hire the most competent people. Yes. To machine run and sit home and let the money come to me. Oh, I only got to show up to work what fucking five hours a week and like dig around with Kelly Clarkson. It's- I have to show up for work and just talk about what I want to talk about. Like yeah. This podcast would not happen without We Own This Town and Michael Eads. And I'm happy about it. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to do what we're doing right now. I don't know how it gets on the internet. I don't know who's listening. I don't know how to design a flyer. I just get to show up unprepared and just babble. And it's my dream. And that is what she should want. Exactly. But it's like you have an inner life and I'm not sure that she does. That's so true. I have a rich inner life. You have a rich inner life. And what has she got? She's got like fucking Pixar residuals. I mean, I'd take that. Instead of a rich inner life. Yeah. Me too. I get pretty, I get pretty bored in here. It's like, I don't know. It's like all these, like, 
these kind of like really sort of like B-listy mainstream celebrities that'll like just do like fucking anything for the ch- your Ellen DeGeneres and your like Ken Jeongs and yes. like just anyone of that milieu <laughs> up on like a primetime special on a network, pick one. I struggle with all of them because it goes back to the same thing that I was saying about like this person fucking hates their audience. Yes. Well, and not only does she hate her audience, audience. she hates her guests. She hates every, she hates her employees. She hates her guests. She, she's scared. Like her, her big joke is to to like traumatize people. Like that's her favorite thing to do is to scare people. And I'm like, bitch, do not like, I don't want goblins jumping out at me when I go talk about movies. And like, that's the thing too. I'm an actor and I have to go on Ellen DeGeneres' show as my job. Like I'm not yep. there because she's actually my friend. I'm there because no. I literally am contractually I signed a contract with Paramount to that I would yeah. go to any fucking thing they tell me to go to and she's got like a you know some sort of witch jumping out of you know that say to Ellen to scare her. her. You know that say to Ellen to scare her. We're all going to die and one day no one's going to remember you. <laughs> That's what and, I'd say to Ellen. Uh, I just don't think she can come Boo! back. Boo! Happy Halloween! I don't think she can come back, and I'm happy about it, and she sucks. But and- what is everyone going to do? That's the thing about people. Uh, that's the other thing. It's like they're right to hate their audience because <laughs> people will forget you in a second. All you got to do. Yeah. Oh, no. If Ellen never could give fucking Army Hammer, she'll name 18 celebrities. <laughs> We can run through, give Donahue another show. He's still alive. Donahue and Sally Jesse back again. Honestly, I would watch that in. That sounds really fucking good, actually. Two seconds. All right. Next. Ellen. Bye. Bye, Ellen. <gasps> oh. Queen. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky yes. fucking Lake. Yes. Would you help Ricky pick out her kicky pantsuit for work the next morning? Yes. Look at this photograph. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. So this photograph of Ricky Lake. It's sincere, right? Like, I think it's sincere. I don't know, though. So this photo of Ricky Lake, she is standing. I don't know how to describe it. Like, she's like, she's wry. She's like, yeah. wry. She's, there's a twinkle in her eye. She is wearing a, a pantsuit. She has like a sort of a, a wedge haircut with bangs. She's and devilish. She, and she's got a devilish sort of. It is honestly like a John Waters like news show, yeah. you know, like it's the filter of just like you said, rye sort of impish. Yeah. I don't and know. The thing it's like talk shows are stupid and Ricky Lake knows this. And she knows it and she always knew it. And it was what was yeah. really fun because her show was trashy. What I loved about Ricky Lake is it was trashy. She knew it was trashy. She built a legacy. Like she really wasn't that famous like she'd been in some Mm-mm. stuff she was the you know an overweight sort of Baltimore character. area yeah, <laughs> character actor and so somehow she got this offer to be on a talk show which is just like the perfect trashy career move for like a John Waters sort of cast favorite and just leaned into it hard but the thing I would love about her is that for every time she obviously like knew that it was a farce she could also break character and be really sweet so like she's sort of like the the opposite end of the jerry springer 
Like mm-hmm. if it's chaotic sort of evil, she's like chaotic good or something. Like <laughs> she's kind of because she would. She Ricky doesn't want you to get hurt. Ricky no, does she not want you to get hurt. Jerry literally wants someone to throw a, a chair at your face <laughs> and break it. And like, he wants your tooth to fall out. And she's he like, he wants you to be emotionally abused by a man in uniform. Yes. Sally. And then she wants to like, give you a drag queen makeover or something. Love her. Love great, her. Great, great picture. Great um, photo. I did have beautiful someone, eyes, beautiful, just doe brown eyes. Doe brown eyes. I did have someone write in. I will, they will remain anonymous because this is a really mean comment, (laughs) but but the majority of people said yes, but I did have someone write in who had a very strong opinion about this one. And she said, I answered no, because I saw her nipples in the business of being born. And I've been terrified since I've had a child and still sweat when I think about them. (laughs) I forgot that she is all into like the natural births. Yes. That was like her third act. Yes. Yeah. Having babies at 38 and doing the pool. Yeah. Now she, now she's like baby stuff and like she lost her hair. She's had some like medical problems. Like she has gray hair now from COVID time. Like she's, she's all about like. Did she have gray hair from COVID time or did she have gray hair because she's 60? Uh, Both. Okay. (laughs) Both things. She's um, not 60. She no. might be 60. I don't know how She old. still looks pretty good. Go, Ricky. All right. We're, we're in the final stretch here. All right. You brought her up. You, you can't talk about this topic and I not mean, bring up this one. Jenny fucking Jones. This photo of Jenny Jones. Man, I I loved Jenny Jones. Don't I mean, I love Jenny Jones. Jones too. First of all, I want to be clear. I watched like every one of these shows for the oh, most yeah. Like if I, if I, you know, I didn't watch Donahue, but if I recognize the person that we've discussed, I've watched their show and I watch Jenny Jones like every day, every day. What I liked about Jenny Jones, very beautiful, like just a pretty woman. She and Martha Stewart have very similar faces. (laughs) Pageant energy. Yes. She has pageant energy. She was like makeovers and. I forgot about the, oh, you know what? Shows all about makeup. always good those were always good episodes they take a goth and they'd like put her in yes dress. oh my gosh they grunger and they'd make him watch his hair she also would do a lot of celebrity impersonators do you remember that like it was like michael like, jackson yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they all did their pass at like boot camp and whatever but like her like bread and butter was the makeover like she was definitely the one that i think was the most ironically kind of the most like queer like the like the stuff that she would have on was always sort of like pandering a little bit to like people you know like I would love to see Jenny Jones as like a RuPaul's drag race like (laughs) judge or something I feel like I totally agree that's perfect for her you may shake it for money honey but leave those sexy clothes at the club honey honey in there twice honey was in there twice (laughs) Yeah, this title's always rhymed. Obviously, you know, Jenny Jones, unfortunate. We had we have a murder. She didn't do it. What? She didn't do the murder. She didn't do it. I know, but like that kind of forever marred her her legacy. I keep wanting to say Andrew Cunanan. It was Scott Amador was his okay. name. He was the one that was murdered. Jonathan Schmitz was John, so Scott, the person that was murdered was gay, admitted that he had a crush on his coworker and his coworker, Jonathan, 
got embarrassed and murdered the guy. How? So, so I don't even ugh. remember the timeline for this. Did they, was it a sh- an episode that aired and then, or it was something that happened and then it's like, we can't even air it. And now we just need to pull this show. Like I what? Think, no, the show up? aired. Like, I like feel like I remember it. I think the show aired and he got embarrassed at like okay. work or something. There's all these documentaries about it. I actually haven't watched watched it. So I could be walking back some things. Many well-known artists first appeared on Jenny Jones' show. Usher, Ludacris, Tamar Braxton. Wow. And 3-6 Mafia made their appearances on the show. Yeah. So like totally forgot about that. She like elevated all of these like black artists all the time. I always really like it when like, I don't know why, when like white TV show hosts have a huge black audience. Yes. And I just love that like Jenny Jones was like, hell yeah, cool. What would you like to see on my show? (laughs) You know, like. I don't know why I like it, but I do. Also, this is my, maybe my favorite fact. The final live performance of Dinosaur Jr. (laughs) was on Jenny Jones. That's incredible. Hey, Michael, that's the title of the episode. (laughs) We very rare, we never have them in advance. We never have them in advance, but that's the one. Thank you. Thumbs up. That's the one. Awesome. Oh my God. Final live performance of alternative rock band Dinosaur Jr. before their initial 1997 disbandment was a performance of Out There on the show. That's fucking amazing. So good. You're giving me that gift. Yes. So, so yeah, so that was her. Um, So Jenny, so my question is in this photo, Jenny Jones has just really 1997, never been kissed pigtails. She is clearly pushing. She's in her late 40s. 60 here. 60. Like she, when was she born? 1927. (laughs) I mean, let me think about this. Hang on. So she was probably born in the fifties. I bet she was born 48. Six, 46. She's 74. Yeah. So she would have been yeah. in her 50s, probably in this photo, maybe. There's so yeah. many bitches where they have like high school in the 50s energy. It's, yes. it's unbearable. It's unbearable. It's like they still care about cheerleaders. So this picture is her in a cute little 90s outfit. She has her hair in pigtail braids. And mm-hmm. I said, Would you braid Jenny Jones's hair in a meadow on a spring day? No. <laughs> no. No. And 80% of people said yes. Oh, no. I think that was kind of, I'm going to consider that one of my trick questions. I like to say elaborate things that I would not do. She's fine. I just. I'm just not ever braiding anyone's hair. Ashley is braiding her hair right now. I'm braiding my own hair right that? now. Okay. I think this is the last one. I mean, right. Amanda Myth Legend. My first, my last, my everything. Would you let Maury Povich father your child? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look the at results this are in. This man is he's been pleasing <laughs> Connie Chung for 50 years. <laughs> I am not look, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've seen every talk show on the planet because I haven't, but Maury's is the best. Maury's is the best. Maury's is the best of all of the talk shows. It's every it's everything you want. It's everything human drama. It's human carnage. It's love. It's, <laughs> it's science and technology. It's primarily, it's primarily paternity tests. It's primarily but... paternity tests. <laughs> Which, what do you think the first hundred thousand years of human history were? Right. 
bitch found a niche and he one of what the reason Maury is my favorite is just just the fact that like the show used to have a lot more variety it used to be more on par with like the Jennies and the Rickies and at some point it's like some Nielsen box dinged back that like hey man ratings go through the roof Maury when you do the when you do the not the father thing and he was just like cool that's every show for the next every decade. show forever <laughs> five days a week 52 yeah. weeks a year and it's like I love to it's like if these are like five of the most basic words in the English language you are, you are not the father. father and it's like Maury owns those words Maury owns, owns those words so what I love trademark but so what I love is that Maury started on a current affair, which was like one of my I remember that one favorite sh- trashy shows to watch growing up because I it was thought a it news was, magazine. I thought it was really the news predecessor to like what everything that's wrong, but it was a, a gentler time where the o- it was a gentler time where the only person who thought that was news was me, a six year old, not like. <laughs> my family my parents like I don't um, know I gotta go tune into this John Stossel special <laughs> right why, why I'm getting ripped off uh, <laughs> tabloid infotainment show is what it's called on um which those two words together that's what this podcast is I tabloid love it infotainment yeah he just fucking leaned in big he more is good at talking to people which is yeah. really it's all about at the end of the, what, what it should be all about for a talk show host. It's like when he is asking these people these questions, it's like, when did you first cheat on Janet? And he'll be like, never. And he's like, come on, man. He's like, I, mm. I, love, Maury. Like, ah. I love Maury because he gets tickled a lot. Like a lot of the guests will say something hilarious. And Maury's just, he gets he's got a great up. laugh. He's handsome. He's so handsome. He's, he's so, he's the most legitimately handsome. Yeah. He owns a ranch in Big Fork, Montana. How dreamy is that? That sounds awesome. I would love to go to that ranch. Connie. He loves University of Central Florida football. Uh, don't know about that one. I'm sure that's uh, his alma mater. Is he a Floridian? Oh my God. If Maury is a native Floridian, that would explain levels of things. D.C. So muck uh, okay. over, you know, like uh, still, still pretty hairy. Um, <laughs> Maury, is that the given name Maury Povich? Oh, oh, let me tell you. Er. Maurice, duh. Maurice Richard Povich. Povich was born into a Jewish family in Washington, D.C., the second of three children born to Ethel. And Washington Post sports writer Shirley Povich, his dad's name is Shirley. And I think we'll end it there. That's awesome. Should we do one bag? We'll do one bag. One bag and then we'll sign off, okay? Good job, Jamie, on these hosts. Thank you. All right. Thanks for doing all the work, Jamie. I just have to show up. You make it easy. You make it fun. You know what, though? I'm like, I feel like a guest on Maury. I just have to show up. like. And I'm going to tell you that you're not the father. God, think about all the people who like send their kids like backstage to Maury Povich and like some Maury staff member swabs the inside of their mouth. So many. many (laughs) Thousands, thousands of children. Thousands. So that show has been doing that for so long that, you know, there's just kids where it's like their story, like adults. It's that they found out who their dad was on TV. Yeah. There should be a follow-up episode. Girl. New podcast. Good. Right. My follow through is shit. 
Okay. Something grenadine? Oh, gremlins <laughs> as depicted in the film. Okay. I'm loving Michael. Michael uh, got the bag and is showing us gremlins as depicted in the film. Um, that's a great one. Halloween appropriate. I'm glad. It's like so a good. kind of question. Isn't that, wasn't that a Christmas movie? Anyway, no, I'm scared of the gremlins. I'm not scared of the gremlins, two gremlins. Gremlins one, gremlins I'm scared of. You've As talked we, about the sexy gremlin before. Yes. I, I love yeah, it. I thought so. Okay. He's super sexy. Um, there's also like a like a one with like a mohawk that is very chaotic. And I like him too. Um, and all of the gremlins in Gremlins 2 are funny, hilarious. They love to have a good time. They love to party. Um, they seem more like they're just little like like imps. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like Ricky Lake. Um, they're impish like her. Um, in the first one, it's like, oh my God, you know what really scared me though? Critters. Did you ever see Critters? No. That was one of the scariest movies of all time. I saw it when I was very young and I've been scared of Easter egg hunting because of Critters. If, uh, if you've never seen it, rent it tonight. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Oh, happy Quibi. Happy Quibi to you too. Oh my gosh. We did it. Happy Halloween. Um, to everyone, be safe. Thanks to Miss Michelle B and Leanne. Michelle and Leanne. Yeah, thank you to them um, wherever they are. Um, I hope they're and staying safe. safe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Hot Minute. I'm Jamie. I'm Ashley. Have a good one. <laughs>